2: Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical
3: investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The heresies of Radolf Buntwine,
2: coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.
4: This episode of Podcast Unlocked is brought to you by Twitch.
0: What's happening, friends? Welcome to Podcast Unlocked, episode 417 for October 29th, 2019. Coming up on this week's show, we're going to be talking to one of the stars of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. He'll be joining us a little later in the show. Uh, plus, we've got some impressions of Call of Duty. It's out. Modern Warfare, i reviewed the campaign. Miranda, if her empty chair gets filled magically at some point during the show, we'll see. She's literally making her... Her uh, multiplayer review, right in now. the VO
3: booth. She's right in the now. VO booth right
0: now. I'm hoping she'll jump in. We could talk a little multiplayer with her. Uh, but also, big update to the Xbox All Access program. It involves Scarlet. You'll want to hear this. Plus, uh, Fallout just <laughs> can't seem to get get its community happy. Fallout 76, uh, a new subscription plan. We'll talk all about that. Uh, All that and more coming up on Unlocked
1: 417.
0: Ryan McCaffrey joining you. Did Destin quit? I'm not sure. He's, I don't know what's going on with that guy mark
3: medina i, I haven't seen here him. present I'm, accounted for i it. showed up i showed up yeah <laughs> you're, I also, on roll, I also, you're on the roll call i also love that nobody can say the word fallout anymore without bursting out laughing
0: it's it's, it's, crap, uh, it's uh, we've it's reached crap. a low
3: point in fallout history for
0: sure uh, but yeah i'm here bam <laughs> to talk more about that and miranda sanchez's empty chair as
3: i mentioned wait oh, a minute wait. It's Wait filled. Minute. There she is. Now we can't call it empty anymore. Okay, so we need you to go change the name. <laughs> <laughs> no, have a seat.
0: It's Miranda Sanchez's empty chair.
1: You can still call it MD. I'm like halfway here.
0: <laughs> all right, hi Miranda.
1: Hello.
0: Hi. All right. I'm going to get these names off of the thing there. All right, the three of us are here. Mark, why don't you scoot in a little bit? Oh, let's center yep, this. Let's. I'm yep, um, trying yep, to produce. Yep, let's get everything. This get this looking good. Get let's get everyone in here. In frame. There Welcome we go. Paul, we'll do
3: we'll do it live. <laughs> we'll do it live.
0: Uh, anyway, yeah, it's unlocked four seventeen. Hard of the review season. We've got uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the big release from Friday, but also The Outer Worlds came out. We're doing a ton of stuff on that on IGN. We talked about that review last week with Dan Stapleton. So, uh, yeah, let's start now that you've uh, swooped in just in the nick of time, Miranda. Uh, I reviewed the campaign. I gave it a uh, a great 8-point Forget three. What I, forget what I that's how three. That's how relative our decimal week. numbers are. Eight. <laughs> eight points something. Yep. Um, I I did two reviews last week and I yeah, can't you keep it straight. So uh,
3: Luigi's Mansion three. Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat. That was so a, a fun game. day. That Friday alone, <laughs> you you did. What? two reviews and unfiltered two sh- yeah, an two interview. Interviews. Yeah, Man, it was-
0: Yeah, and then I did my Tesla podcast that night too because I always do that quite, on Friday night. That's
3: quite the day. It was a lot of talking.
0: Yeah, I, I, I won't say it's like, you know, there's there are a lot, lot plenty of jobs that are way more
3: difficult physically sure. or or otherwise. Yeah. yeah. But- uh yeah, I I it was a vocally challenging. Yeah, I was with that you that for the Luigi's Mansion. I was like Ryan, <laughs> you only have like five more things. You, yeah, come on, you got <laughs> me at the beginning of the day before <laughs> uh, before
0: it all you know really got going. Anyway, uh, Modern Warfare. So, uh, Miranda, you have not had a chance to roll the campaign yet. We'll keep this spoiler free. Okay. Yes. Well, I think maybe maybe we'll do a little spoiler chat. Maybe towards the end of next week's show, yeah, if we we'll get a chance, by then. I, I think um, it is. I definitely want to talk to other humans about it. <laughs> so, yeah, um, the,
1: the bit I've played has not been the most exciting for me because I think the the delivery at the beginning is really choppy, and so you're a little bit, of, at least I was a little unsure of what was going on yeah. because it doesn't really give you like mission overview or like a profile of what's going on. It's just like here you go, mm-hmm. now you're in London, now you're not.
3: Yeah. yeah, they, oh, they take that same infinite warfare approach, which yeah. same team where there's no like loading screens. There's no like this is your mission briefing. It's yeah. all like seamless. Yeah. So then it's sometimes kind of hard to know when the next mission is beginning because the last one's ended kind of deal. Um, but yeah. Yeah, Mark. what? How did you <laughs> feel about that campaign? Uh, I thought it was I remember I, I talked to you when I first got back and I was like, OK, it was cool. It was a war story, yeah, and in a, in a non-spoiler way, here, so there are definitely there are some definite things we
0: don't, we wouldn't want to ruin for people.
3: Yeah, yeah. no, it, it was a war story, and I thought it was I thought it was totally I thought it was really good. Um, it didn't hit me as hard as their last game, Infinite Warfare. Yeah, okay. I really loved Infinite Warfare's campaign, and so this one I was like, okay, I still thought it was really good though. Um, maybe it's because it was more just. Back to your like war story versus like you you're liked, in space. Yeah, you like the change of pace. <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. and it's and um, but like you know, you get to see familiar characters, all that kind of stuff. Captain Price. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was, I enjoyed my time with it. I also thought it was very short.
0: See, I, I it didn't feel any any shorter to me than no? any of the other Call of Duty campaigns.
3: Maybe because we had two years off. Like I just maybe because because last yeah. year maybe maybe I forgot how like. Fresh. How, like, you know, maybe I thought it would be longer and I was like, oh, it's <laughs> over. Maybe, maybe yeah, if I went took, back and played Infinite Warfare or, or one of the other ones, it would be just as, as brief. Who knows?
0: Took me about five hours. Same. Give or Perfect. take. Yeah, yeah. To finish, uh, which was, it felt, and I did it all in one day. So, yeah. it, you know, yeah. I, I did take a couple breaks for meals and such, but it, so, you know, one, so it wasn't one sitting, but it, it, over the course of that day, it felt, it didn't feel rushed or. See, too- I, w-
3: I was at an event and I did it in almost one entire sitting. Okay. We 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 played it. I went to lunch. I came back and I had like one mission left. Oh wow! Okay,
1: yeah. nice.
3: Yeah, but yeah, I I I said this in the review.
0: I, I encourage you to go watch it and or read it on IGN or YouTube. But I think it's the best Call of Duty campaign since, for me, since Black Ops One. Mm-hmm. I know you're you're no no that's a big fine. Infinite that's Warfare fine. fan. Uh, and i know some people might say well that's that's kind of a backhanded compliment cuz the campaigns haven't been regarded as that great for a mm-hmm. while i don't mean it as a backhanded compliment i mean it as sure. a as a very straightforward uh, a front-handed compliment <laughs> yeah. wait that's
3: worse the, there uh, is a there is a group of people that buy call of duty every year just to play the campaign like they oh yeah. they get it just for the campaign i mean i will
0: the i played a ton of multiplayer Back when I was Miranda's age, <laughs> just to make myself older, but yeah, I I don't know. I just I I, just, I still enjoy the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. I played a a decent chunk of it. I played a, well a couple hours of it, I guess, at an event earlier this year. Yeah, and had a had a great time. Um, but yeah, I just I guess when it's when it's finally out, mm-hmm. there's so many games to yep. play that I I just I am personally not as drawn to to multiplayer of of a lot of games these days Mm -hmm. not just not just a call of duty thing but Mm -hmm. i mean call of duty for me i've always been more of a halo guy than a call of duty guy as far as multiplayer goes me me too it's just the speed of it and just the feel of it i halo's always felt more like a warm hug (laughs) in multiplayer to me than whereas call of duty i just feel like
1: just getting slapped around i I yeah
0: and i and i and i i know i'm not the best player and and i appreciate that that it's not uh, there are some measures like I like the gunfight mode yeah. from what I played in mm-hmm. it that seems like more of a even playing field like sure you, you if you got good skills that sure helps but everybody's got the same loadout same everything but yeah um, yeah I'm a campaign I've I've played every single Call of Duty campaign I guess I've finished them all except I didn't finish Ghosts because it I just thought I was. It was terrible. <laughs> yes. I nope out of Ghost so, after like an hour. I said, forget it. I'm not going to finish this. This is I, terrible. I,
1: I always have the funny story of I'm, I'm the opposite. Like, I, growing up, I only cared about multiplayer. Yeah. I never touched the campaigns. Like, sometimes I would start. A lot them, of players
0: are that way. Yeah. And it's
1: not like, I was like, okay, well, what do the weapons feel like before I actually jump into multiplayer? All right, now let's get to multi-part. Like, that's the priority campaign. Yeah. And so the first campaign I finished, with like, I've gone back since, but the first one I finished was Ghosts. And I was like, what mm. is this? <laughs> that's a,
3: Are that's you a tough, me? That's You're a like, tough first campaign. this is what campaign. I was missing out on? Yeah, that's, uh... <laughs> I mean,
1: I've, I've heard the stories, but this is not <laughs> what I was expecting.
0: Oh, man. But anyway, yeah, I, I really think it was a, a fantastic campaign. You mm-hmm. um, had I, an
1: 8.2, by the way. Thank I you. It up. <laughs> thank okay.
0: you. I, uh, I didn't think it quite... Deserved the reputation it tried to give itself of mm-hmm, being this mm-hmm. super provocative oh, you know is- moral yeah. you know uh, approaching the moral line like it didn't quite do that for me but it was a really well designed campaign with a lot of fun moments there's <laughs> some cool Curveballs in there that we things we haven't seen in a Call of Duty campaign. The before. graphics are nuts. <laughs> it looks amazing. It's so pretty. I, yeah. I was playing on an Xbox One X. If you've got a, and if you happen to have a, a high octane PC with a with ray tracing, it's it's even more insane mm-hmm. looking. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just it's. I had a line in the review that it, we ended up cutting, just th- kind of because it wasn't quite a level enough. It wasn't quite it there this comment but i I'd, I'd had this thing in where i actually went back and looked at call of duty ghosts only because that was the first call of duty uh, of this generation yeah. of the xbox mm-hmm. one generation 2013 so in six years time i went back and looked at ghosts and then looked on my screen at modern warfare and it's astounding to think that those are on the same console. That's a that's now, a fun idea. Yeah, to be to fair, again, and-, th- and the reason we cut the line is I was playing on an Xbox One X, which didn't exist for sure. Call of Duty Ghost. So, you know, not quite a fair comparison. Um, but nevertheless, like, yeah, Modern Warfare looks incredible. Mm. Um, there is, yeah, there's a, there's a night vision, like yep. stealth mission that was my favorite one of the game. I won't tell you any more about it than that, but... Yeah, I had a really great time with it, and it is. I hope Call of Duty campaigns are back. I hope this is this is the start of of good campaigns again. Mm -hmm. That is my hope.
3: For sure. Nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) We've stumped Mark forever. I yeah. I mean yeah. I hope so too. I don't have a lot of hope for next year because really. Well, Black Ops Five. Black Ops Five. Well, for one, they but, ditched it for Black Ops Four. So, the, but, and then the idea that in two years they've now changed their mind, bringing back campaign, and we're able to turn it around in two years. But, or are they just going to go? Heard eh. the Shrier
0: report, Jason Schreier from Kotaku, a reporter extraordinaire, he's great. Uh, he he dug all this out that mm. uh, that evident. You know, we talked about it on the show, but Black Ops Five, its sledgehammer was pulled off of yep. of of a of leading a project they will be supporting and the work you know, the work that was started on the campaign there which i guess uh, i believe is it is it vietnam that it's set now i can't quite remember but there is a campaign mm. and it will be it will be uh finished up and included as part <laughs> of black ops five i guess unless anything schedule wise goes terribly wrong in the next sure. year they might decide as yeah, they did with four like we got to cut the campaign but yep. hopefully yeah, that won't happen this time
1: who just knows what's changed at this point too i think that's an old report
0: yep that's true so, could happen Never know. but for as far as we know for the time being we've got black ops five next year with a campaign in it yeah so i look forward to it um stay tuned later in the show by the way through the power of editing, our clothes
3: will change. The people here will change. Miranda will disappear. Miranda will vanish. I will, will,
0: like, I
1: will
3: I like, will teleport like, to that chair.
0: Yeah, like like <laughs> in Back to the Future, like you're the you've just disappeared. Yep. Oh, your man. your parents never kissed at the under the sea dance. Oh,
1: no. And you're just
0: you're just oh, gone.
1: Mom,
3: <laughs> Who, the person no. sitting here will be replaced with a much more handsome man. <laughs> Chad Michael Collins, he is uh, one of the stars.
0: Of Call of Duty, he plays Alex, one of the one of the player characters, one of the people mm-hmm. you play as Echo Three One. Echo Three uh, One. We had a really fun conversation with him that we shot on Friday while he was here, yeah, it was doing fun. some promotions. So we'll cut to that after we do the rest of the podcast.
3: I asked him what other game he would want to be in. Stay tuned stay to find tuned, out because yeah. it's it's an actually great answer. You, you, and, you
0: and James Duggan both. It, it is uh, not like, an it
3: into fanboy yeah. puddle. It is and, not an answer, answer I was response. I was expecting. So stay <laughs> there, tuned for that. Yeah, there's your
0: there's your teaser. Um, and then for uh, yeah, so I think we'll do some spoiler talk on Call of Duty maybe next week. That'll yes. be the, the plan there. But oh wait, then, but but like, how's the multiplayer? Do we talk? Are we are we moving on? Oh, I guess we, you know, we did. We didn't wait.
1: We did.
0: Is it cool? Oh, look at that. That's, that's not a. I'm
1: so tired exasperated y'all. look. So the, the thing is with multiplayer.
0: Get on that we'll, microphone, Miranda. We want to hear know, every we'll, word.
1: We'll, I'm going to readjust. All right. Yeah,
0: bring it closer. For those to of you, you not, there.
1: not watching. I'm, I'm like fidgeting here. All right. <laughs>
0: yep. Miranda's chair so, has a person in it. There. Miranda. It sounds like Miranda's today is, was my Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so I can relate. It's been
1: a very long few days. I don't know what sleep is. <laughs> I've had a lot of energy drinks. Just kidding. It's just coffee. I don't drink any drinks. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so the thing with multiplayer, um, the way I approach reviewing it is by getting as much time with every mode and map as humanly possible before I feel like I'm at a place where I can adequately judge what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's important to me because I'm someone who deeply cares about multiplayer modes and like balance and just, just the viability of different kinds of weapons and what's new. And is like, is it actually impactful? um, so I've I have well over a hundred games of varying lengths nice <laughs> in uh, in multiplayer at this point point. and I came away a little mixed like it's it's good it's just a little disappointing in certain things mm. um, namely in the maps and that's kind of what's gotten me down a lot because I, I really like the way it plays and the way it feels and I like the gun customization and uh, being able to essentially like, Still, your killers load it out. It's like, hey, you killed oh, me, this, yeah. I'm gonna see yeah. what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. What? So it's like, you can't ever just say, it. it's like, well, that thing is overpowered. It's like, right. well, you can take that and see how that that's feels. That's cool. I like that. And yeah, it's like, that's really great. <laughs> but some of the maps are so bad. Two <laughs> <laughs> of the maps I hate so much. Um, I think the one that universally people don't like, unless you're a, a killer sniper, is like Euphrates Bridge, which is mm. this one map with this very long bridge in the middle and whoever like kind of camps that yeah will win like mm. it's so easy to camp on that and, like camping is pretty rampant in this one and i think there's a lot of factors that attribute to it in which you can read my review because i just did my view, and i don't want to repeat it all again
0: yeah please <laughs> yeah no video. it's go read go uh, watch it or read it
1: yeah and so there's a lot of factors that kind of contribute to that and modern warfare does a good job of giving you the tools to counter um people who are camping but Spawn camping is a whole different issue, and you cannot escape that. Um, there are certain maps, so you, not Euphrates Bridge, but uh, Piccadilly has one su- camp, or excuse me, one spawn that is super easy to camp because you can only get out in like two ways, kind of. Like you can spawn on either side of, side of an alley. And then it all funnels into one st- I'm falling on my chair, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm falling into, like, so it funnels into one street. I'm just like, crutch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. The it's show's great. Uh,
1: so it funnels into one street, and if you guys don't press a spawn too hard, you can just keep people pinned there the entire game. So there was this fun huh. realism mode where I was playing, and my we got to that we pushed them all the way back to their spawn, yeah. we spawn camping. And so I was just like, well, I could be the jerk who's sitting there and doing this to you. Or I could just walk away with my 5.0 KDR and just go look at some posters of, like, dogs. Because <laughs> there's, there's, like, a nice little calendar inside of one of the tourist booths so that just has, like, a cute dog calendar. Nice. Anyway, so I was just, like, looking. Everything's, like, 80% off. Like, I don't know what's going on here, but uh, <laughs> there's a lot of sales in uh, Piccadilly. <laughs> so, so well, I
3: just think, war-torn. Everything must go. <laughs> I
1: guess so. Um, so that feels really bad. And I, I tested a few times of how easy it is to spawn camp. And it's so easy, y'all. It is mm. bad. Please don't do it if you have any decency. And I'm sure people I saw you
3: tweeting it. about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just wanted to see. It's like, okay, if I can sneak around and just post up with an LMG and like ghost and just be super quiet and stealthy, it doesn't matter how many times they're at me, because I'm fortified. I have the equipment I need to take yeah. them out. And by the time they take me out anyway, I have so many kills that like my kill streaks are just good to go. My team has the there. advantage and we'll just win. And so that's a really bad time, I think. Um, but, of course, it's only one of many things that happens, and that's not every single map you're going to get. Um, another thing I was really disappointed with was that they took out map voting. Mm. So, really? Yeah, you can't choose which map you're going to get because they kind of lumped all of like the general modes, so like, Team Deathmatch, Domination, Headquarters, Search and Destroy, everything is lumped into a quick play queue list. Yeah, so yeah. then you choose which ones you want to queue for, which... I guess it's kind of convenient. It's like, I don't know which ones I want to play today. So I'm just in queue for all of these and see where I end up. Mm-hmm. But because of that, it pulls you out of every single lobby. So you're never persisting through. So oh. you don't get to choose which map comes next. Mm-hmm. So because huh. you're just re- joining new lobbies every time you don't, have a choice to vote.
3: What if you just do, like, I'm going to do TDM 20, then do you stay, no, or, or that's just, don't. the game is designed to pull you out of the lobby? It will time?
1: always pull you out, because uh, the idea, too, is, well, this is what my theory is, my theory is anyway, um, because you're in that lobby, that doesn't necessarily mean the other people in that lobby with you, Oh sure. For the same sure. thing, so yeah. it just pulls you out every single time, and you can't vote. And because, of, and I don't know if it's because of that or what's going on, but I only got to play the night maps once. Mm. I played one night map in over a hundred games.
3: Wow, it's crazy. Yeah, that's weird. I'm
1: so mad because I love the night maps. They're yeah, so it's cool. fun. Yeah, so that's been pretty disappointing. But there's a lot of good stuff too like, I, I, again, like, weapons a lot. I really like Ground War. It's, like, a light battlefield Mm -hmm. mode um, in that you have, like, tanks, and you're just capturing five objectives, and there's, like, a lot of people on your map, and it's just chaos. Like, rockets are going everywhere. People are just, like, (laughs) camping with tanks in certain areas. Like, there are certain spots where people just go up, like, on a hill and, like, camp with their tank. Easy to take out. But um, it's just, like, a really fun time. And they're a little bit long, so I don't play that many of them. But it's just... It's just some good chaos. All right. Um,
0: so kind of a, a little bit of a mixed bag, it sounds like.
1: Yeah, mostly some good things. And I'm glad that Infinity Ward's already said that they're going to give free maps. So hopefully <laughs> some of the worst ones are just out of the rotation. And there are maps that I do <laughs> like. It's just that it feels like the ones I dislike come out more often. <laughs> I'm like, well, could you please go away? <laughs> no one wants yeah, if to play Yeah, you can't this vote map.
0: down the map you don't like, that's yeah. too bad.
1: and people, people <laughs> leave lobbies a lot, I've noticed, too. Like especially once you spawn camping starts, like it is over. People just, oh,
0: just mm,
1: yeah, that's which, it's fair. That's like you rough. can't you can't get out in certain maps. So right. I I don't know. Again, really liking it. Um, I didn't talk about spec ops much, which I also have in my review since it's technically multiplayer. Mm. It's fine. It's it's, fine. it's weird because it feels like it's unfinished. Like there's dude. Uh, that's
3: exactly what we said. We we were like we felt like after after playing like a few hours of it, we were like. It, I, and I don't know anything, but it feels like they were going for something. And then at the last minute, they were like, "Do we we got to just do spec ops and get this out the door. So like, It feels not great.
1: Um, there's one mode to the classic spec ops is supposed to have a ranking system or something. Mm. And it says in like the rewards category is coming in November. So I'm just like, what?
5: what? <laughs> I mean,
1: November is really soon, but when in November and also why is this not here and if oh, that's, that's not weird. good till November, then why am I even bothering playing with this? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. this doesn't give you that much experience. So I mean, I'd rather go do something else.
3: And it's crazy hard. Was it hard for you?
1: I mean, I guess it's hard, but it's not fun hard. It's just Oh yeah, yeah. It's just like there's just like people, people
3: spawning you. behind you and, and we were we were yeah. I was very frustrated. And it's with it's it. not really an interesting like kind it.
1: of challenge, especially if you're playing with mm-hmm. random people that you don't care about. Like if you're teaming up with your friends, of course everything's more fun with your friends. Sure. So then maybe you'll have a good time. But otherwise it just so
3: something we noticed and, and this is just like gamers being spoiled now is uh one of the people on our team were like well where are the stim packs and i was like they're over here and he's like where and i'm like and he's like oh and i'm like this needs a ping system
1: oh my god yeah
3: like Um, 2019 is the year that games either got a ping system or we started realizing that games need them.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's something I've been talking about for a long time with like zombies because you Mm. have to coordinate either team, but I don't want to get on a mic because the Call of Duty community can be super annoying.
3: Right, but it's like, use your your key here. I don't want to
1: deal with it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Specifically with Call of Duty. And so that's been a thing I've been asking for a long time. And that's a thing. Like a ping system could be helpful for like breaking out of um, spawn camping. Like at least just like markings like, hey, there's someone over there. Or don't go there. Please. There's a claim. Please don't. Please stop. (laughs) Stop.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Just stop. I'm you. No, totally.
1: (laughs) No, but that's the thing. Is like everyone just meets everybody. Like it's so easy to do and because they know it's not great yeah i don't want to listen to some guy chewing on his chips
3: yep Ugh, yeah no after That's like another 60, reason why i don't play much 70, online anymore yeah, yeah. after like 70 hours of Borderlands Three, it's really hard to go back to anything co-op or anything just multiplayer mm. with it and not being able to like tap you know up on the d-pad and be like this oh. is a here's a thing do this here's what you're looking for
1: before i move on i love realism realism great <laughs> yeah i love that i mode. really
3: enjoyed the bit i played
1: yeah it's just quiet so realism um amps up the po- po- weapon weapon power just like a tiny bit so it's a faster time to kill um and removes all hud so you have to keep mm. track of your own kills your own dust make sure whenever you get a kill streak they'll, they'll have something over comms but if you're not paying attention you can miss it mm. uh and it just is really nice to move a little bit slower and just be a little bit more tactical it just feels Because those maps are really beautiful, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like once everything just slows down a bit, it's just nice to appreciate what's going on there.
4: Yeah, I played the realism on the cave map.
1: Yes. That was was pretty cool. cool.
4: The world is an incredible place, but some places have more than their fair share of incredibleness, like Twitch, where a 16-year-old can play Fortnite and walk home with $3 million. Or a pizza man can deliver a half pepperoni, half mushroom as 70,000 people watch. It's a place where you can find rappers freestyling around the clock, Bob Ross painting happy little clouds and trees, pro football players on the field, and going full royale on the battlefield, even goldfish in their bowls playing Street Fighter. And it's all just another day on Twitch, the place where you and the people all over the earth just like you are on there doing all the stuff you're into and doing it all together. So... If you're into gaming, live sports, karaoke, and endless possibilities, you're already one of us. Join in live at twitch.tv. Twitch. All right. Well, we've got two big topics I want to get to and not
0: a ton of time, actually. Uh, the Chad Michael Collins interview was about 30 minutes yeah. or so. It's good yeah. I to forgot. We
1: had the, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot.
0: So, uh, and yeah, we, start, we started late as well. So... I want to talk about Xbox All Access. If you guys remember this, this was the yep. subscription service that Microsoft very smartly rolled out mm-hmm. a bit ago. Of hey, you could pay, you know, a certain amount of make a monthly payment, and over the course of two years, pay off your you know zero interest thing and pay off your console. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's we don't hear much
3: about it. Yeah, but, but I, I remember like it was like a it was like a thing, especially when Xbox One X came out, and yes. I considered it. Yeah. And then I didn't. But then it was like it was like, yeah, the idea of not having to drop so much money right at once.
0: Yeah, because these, Um, you know, the the X is not cheap and Scarlet will not be cheap. And that's mm -hmm. that's what's interesting about this update to it is Xbox All Access has laid out a Scarlet upgrade path. So uh Here's from Microsoft. They say with all with Xbox All Access, you get an all-inclusive Xbox experience with everything you need to start playing right out of the box, for as little as $19.99 per month for 24 months. That's of course United States pricing. The program's a great choice for players who want flexibility in their purchasing options and are looking for the best value in gaming. Uh, when joining Xbox All Access, you get the console. Uh, and now you could you know you, an S will cost you less per month, obviously, or you could go for an X. Uh, and then, of course, a controller comes with it. For the entire two years that you're making payments, you get a membership to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. That's so good. Which that's is like, phenomenal. Like worth it See, enough right yeah, there. You effectively... You don't necessarily... or. Put this way, If you don't buy any games during the two years you're making those $20 or what have you a month payments, you've still got a ton of great games at your fingertips at all times. And then... uh with the with the X specifically there is an option to upgrade to scarlet once it's available in holiday 2020 so you can you can just you know use this as a as a gateway drug basically to not be staring down the barrel of what i suspect will be another $500 so how does console. that work do you
3: send your X back we don't
0: know yet yeah. but um yeah presumably microsoft has handled everything in a very gamer-friendly way with Mm -hmm. this so far and all and most of their programs so uh, now this is through retail in order to join the program simply visit a participating retailer select the console you want with no upfront cost now it does there is a a credit check involved here you need to qualify with microsoft's financing partner which is citizens bank in the u.s and
3: others uh, in other territories. Yeah, they want to make sure you're not going to just pay the 20 exactly. bucks, walk out, and yeah. just be like, "Okay, I'm defaulting there, you know, on this. Yeah, Who cares?" Exactly. Night. <laughs> uh, once approved,
0: complete your purchase with the retailer. Once you've signed up and brought your console home, it's time to power up and game on. Um, so, yeah, again, you'll need probably at least half decent credit to make this. I work. I mean, I
3: would I would assume like you're talking. You said it's 20 for 24 months. Uh, like how much? Do, how much do you have here? Where like yeah. These so ending um, would our, be?
0: one of our commerce editors, Seth Macy, who's uh, who we love to death, he he works out of Maine, which is why we never get to have him here on the show. But he said he, he uh, slacked this to me, and I was like, "Can I use this exact quote on the show?" And he's like, mm-hmm. "Sure, no problem." So he he dug into all the numbers because that's his job. Yeah. He said it's the best deal I've ever heard of for a video game console and service. After the twenty-four months, you own the console outright. Deduct the cost of what you'd pay for Game Pass Ultimate, which is three hundred sixty dollars over twenty-four months, and you'd get an Xbox uh, One S all digital for a hundred and twenty dollars, and an X for three hundred and eighty-four, with the option to upgrade next holiday to the Scarlet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is uh this is a you know. It's a really good deal when you factor in the Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah, it's not even just the
1: standard Game Pass, it's Ultimate, which includes the Xbox Live. It has PC stuff as well. That's awesome.
3: Yeah. I'm just thinking like as far as like credit checks go, like you're essentially just taking out a five hundred dollar loan. Yes. Which isn't that hard to do. A younger mark has gotten payday loans in the past. Right. I mean, (laughs) you know, like it's not that hard like everybody's mileage may vary you know sure sure yeah it's uh it's but it's like it's not like you're going to get a car you're just taking out like a four or five hundred dollar loan um i think it's really really cool that's a really good deal
0: again this is another thing where if people are as as the new consoles as the ps5 and the scarlet start to come together over the the next six to nine months Mm -hmm. uh, when we really start learning more about them if someone's on the fence you know, there may be there may be there are going to be plenty of people that are just invested in PlayStation. There's a I'm I'm all PS5, and there are going to be plenty of people that are, hey, all my friends are on Xbox. I I love Game Pass. I love Halo. I'm going I'm going Scarlet. But for the there will be a large swath of people who are on the fence and willing to to go either way. Uh, and and this is a chance for them to go well. This would, you know, this lets me spread out the cost in a mm-hmm. in a very affordable way versus having to just bite a five hundred dollar and really when you factor in tax mm-hmm. and any games, right,
3: six hundred. You could dollars. get by on this paying twenty bucks a month and never have to buy a game. Yes, and never have to. I mean, to like Halo, do these upfront costs.
0: Halo Infinite will be on Game Pass on day one. Yep. If you're a Game Pass subscriber, the killer launch title for the Scarlet. You don't have to spend sixty dollars. And who it,
1: knows what else they're gonna add? Exactly. I mean, four
0: four to eight is all but is inevitable. And then yeah, whatever and then when the rest of the first parties start revving well, up. Well if you too, did this so. today,
3: you'd instantly get Gears Five, Outer Worlds, like the Outer Worlds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. But it's like some of the biggest fall twenty nineteen games, you, you yeah. own two of them instantly.
0: Yes. Exactly correct. So uh, this is just fantastic. Definitely wanted to get the word out on this. So do uh do look into it if that is something that is of interest to you. All right. By the way. Yes.
1: After party was just added to uh, Game Pass. Yeah, so that's it. About that. Thank you for mm-hmm. mentioning
0: that, because that's uh, always good. We've we've again we've learned that uh Game Pass is great, but the word doesn't always seem to get out about mm. which cool non-first party games are available yeah. in Game Pass, and after party is one of them. So if you liked Oxen Free, which if you played Oxen Free,
1: odds are you liked
0: it. That <laughs> studio's next game, After Party, is out today.
1: Go drinking hell with some s- demons.
0: Yes. And Satan. It's out drink that out devil out man. Today. Uh, now, Mark.
3: Yeah. Fallout 76. No. <laughs> 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 we had a whole thing a earlier whole thing, that guys. when you say the word Fallout 76, you just instantly start laughing. Uh, yeah, Fallout 76. Fallout 76. <laughs> Bethesda <laughs> launching a new. Optional subscription service
0: for Fallout 76 a year later here called Fallout First.
3: And uh, it's $13 a month or $100 for a year. For six more dollars, I can get an Xbox One X with Game Pass and gold and all that stuff. This,
1: this isn't it. This is not it. <laughs> this
0: ain't it. Uh, <laughs> this ain't, well, it's, uh, it's there, and what that money gets you is... Uh, Private servers for you and up to seven friends. Allegedly. A scrap box with unlimited storage for crafting materials. That
3: eat your stuff.
0: A survival (laughs) tent that acts as a placeable fast travel point. Big whoop. (laughs) 1,650 atoms a month for the game's shop, so an atom budget. You got anything for that one, Mark? Whatever. Uh, An exclusive ranger armor outfit. And unique icons and emotes, and this, uh, as you can gauge from Mark's reaction, has not exactly gone over great in the general
3: gaming community, well, or even really the Fallout community. Yeah, the it's, Fallout
1: community seems to not be. It's,
3: it's 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 a multi-tiered problem. Problem number one is just the service itself exists. I am like level fifty-six in Fallout seventy-six. I've I've put a lot of hours into it. I I like it. Um. But yeah and they and, to, and they have improved a lot. Yeah, and I was really excited for the that's Wastelanders cool. DLC. I was I was actually pretty disappointed to see that it ended up getting pushed till next year. Um that's crazy expensive. The, this is this is very expensive. That's yeah. when you when you factor in most people are playing paying for Hulu, Netflix, yeah, Xbox just, Disney Plus it's compared
1: to literally any other subscription service.
3: That's pretty nuts. That's
1: I mean,
0: not- is, is World
3: of Warcraft even this much no. a month anymore? No, it's 15 a month, yeah. It okay, is. it is. It's it's so that- <laughs> but World of Warcraft updates every few weeks, you know what I mean, with constant expansions. Um, so that's your first problem, is that it's it's crazy expensive. The second problem is two of these things don't even work right. The private servers, not so private, if you join a private server, people can join on you. Oh, that's that, not a private that, server. Yeah,
0: that's not what private private. That doesn't mean what they think it means.
3: Right. Well, and the thing is, is you would think, well, it's just your friends joining on you, but some people in Fallout seventy six are like they act as vendors because when you when you make a camp, you get vending machines that you can drop your own stuff in that you can set the prices for. So so that way people can join your server to see what you have for sale. Mm-hmm. People are filling up their friends list with people with other Fallout seventy six players. I see. So then if that person decides, I don't want to be a vendor today, I just want to go quest, all of these people you've now added get to just still join on your server anytime they want. And you 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 have to kind of just be like, I'm not a vendor today. I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm not, I wanted to play by myself. I wanted to quest. So now they either have to, like, give up their vendor business and, and, and delete all these people that they don't actually know. Right. Or... Deal with the fact that Fallout 76 private servers, it's just going to be a normal server to them. (laughs) People are just going to join it. My goodness. And then the storage, this is just typical kind of Bethesda, is people are putting stuff in there and then they're coming back and it's just gone. Like this stuff's just gone.
1: (laughs) Those those things can be probably fixed at least. the
3: I think so too. Yeah. The the storage issue is just clearly a bug that they're putting stuff in there and it's getting lost server size. The other one is something that they need to like, okay, we didn't anticipate that. We can So
1: it's like the problem I see with this is I guess that they want to keep making money on this thing that they're offering as a service, right? Sure. Yep. But this doesn't this isn't really how you do it.
3: Mm-hmm. You
1: know? This is kinda silly. And I don't know whenever I see these kinds of things happen, I'm like, who made this decision? Yep. Who thought this was a good idea? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, they they
1: seem very out of touch with how things work in gaming communities and like what people are responsive to, especially mm -hmm. for a game that you've already paid for. And some of these features are things that people wanted in the core game.
3: Yep. I mean, well, and they're kind of dangling mod support because people really want to mod the game. And they're saying, oh, well, you know, private servers are the first steps to letting us letting you mod the game. So basically, what they're saying is if you ever want to mod Fallout 76, you're going to have to get the subscription. That's, um, rough. and they, you know, they walked back their whole, which take that for what you will, that, that microtransactions will always be cosmetic. That's obviously not the case anymore. Um, yeah, it's, it's very weird. And the thing is, is Fallout 76. When people say like, nobody plays that game, that's not true. Lots of people oh, play yeah. fall 76. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but when they're mad at this, then you know that there's, then you know, there's an issue. <laughs>
0: My hope is that so, 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 you remember, I mean. Does does the buck ultimately stop with Todd Howard on a Fallout project? Yes, it does. But mm-hmm. but Todd Howard's Bethesda Game Studios in internal Rockville, Maryland team didn't develop this game. Sure. And so while while you know that Todd and that crew is still ultimately responsible for it, I see this as they're learning. A lot of what to do and what not to do for Starfield, which is probably going to get announced. I would suspect that uh, Sony and Microsoft are both f- just frothing over. Yeah, fighting who's, who's over get whose get to stage like, it gets yeah, to be. Yeah, exactly. At. So um, Starfield's going to be a big deal. We'll he- probably hear about it next year. I don't know if it'll be out next year or maybe the year after. But um, yeah, I-, I-, I see Fallout 76 as a massive learning experience for the next major Todd Howard project, which is Starfield. And then way down the road mm-hmm. after that Elder is Elder Scrolls 6. Scroll Six, Six. Yeah. So, yep.
1: And I hope whoever is leading this project kind of looks at this and it's like, oh, maybe this was not the best idea. How can we change this and make this better for our yeah. community? Because at the end of the day, people make mistakes. We <laughs> sure. just hope that they <laughs> learn from them and adjust course. Because at the end of the day, they're trying to serve a community.
3: And yep. That's happening with uh, Ghost Recon right now. They just put out that yeah, release I, where they're like, we hear you. Mm. We're going to try to fix this game. <laughs> um, yeah, with Fallout, I don't know. I don't know. I The thing is, is, I don't care enough about these things, except for maybe the Ranger outfit, because Fallout New Vegas, my favorite <laughs> Fallout game. Yeah. Um, coincidental that Outer Worlds is out. Uh, anyways, um, but I'm very excited still for the Wastelanders DLC. Like, I'm not done with Fallout, but yeah. I'm I'm not gonna opt in any of this.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. Vote with your wallet, as always. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to spend the thirteen
3: dollars a month or or hundred dollars a oh, year. Oh, also, on this. just just as a funny tidbit, it's creating some sort of a class warfare where that. you get a tag that you're a Fallout First member, and so it's kind of this whole like these elite people versus like oh hunt down the the you know oh, the no. broke people who oh, can't afford no. Fallout first and it's becoming this like weird i don't know if it's like a serious problem or if it's, it's just like a reddit thing it's a war on the one percent <laughs> yeah but eating the rich it's, right it's becoming this thing where it's like if they got a fallout first tag we're going after them for you know And it's oh, it's man. this like class warfare thing it's wow. hilarious to see
0: well um th- i mean there's there's i think I don't think anybody would argue that that against the idea that Fallout's reputation has has suffered at least somewhat if not a a lot. The, I wouldn't the say the brand is like
3: tarnished, but I would say the the brand definitely means a lot less than it did. Like when Fallout Four was announced, right? Oh, like, everybody was psyched. It's like it's it was nuts to see Fallout. It was it was nuts to see Todd Howard up there. And t- I'm going to talk about the next Fallout, and yeah, it's it's crazy. And I same like I and I love Fallout, and it's 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 sad to see the 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 name kind of be yeah.
0: And and we, my point there is that we because of starfield and sky uh, elder Scrolls 6 being oh. the next two uh todd howard projects yeah. we are probably not going to see fallout 5 proper for a long time which will which might give people time to not i don't want to say forget about fallout 76 but sure. for the but for the uh, but for the, the justified anger at at a lot of the decisions and and results of this game
3: you know going away for a while i, I would kill for them to lo- allow to do a new vegas like i would kill for them to obviously can't be obsidian now it but could like could
0: be if they want yeah i mean hey <laughs> yeah. xbox microsoft, exclusive fallout microsoft is publishing <laughs> psychonauts 2 on playstation sure. uh, 4 they're publishing uh, there was wasn't there? I feel like there was one other one, but anyway,
1: Minecraft, or Minecraft's everywhere. That, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so it's, yeah. It's, yeah. It was Minecraft before. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. so
0: it's not
3: out of the question. It's tough though, because <laughs> Outer Worlds is doing so well. Like people love that game. Yeah. Like, are they? Would they be like, okay, we'll make New Vegas 2 or just whatever? But like, regardless, I would love for them to to let somebody else take a, another crack at a Fallout game. I think it'd be really cool. Could happen. Um, and it would bridge the gap. Between now and Fallout 5, or you know,
0: yeah, I could see it. There, that option definitely is on the table. All right, uh, we've got to go, yeah. It, well, we have to go, but we're coming back. Our past selves will be here with Chad Michael Collins, yeah. star of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. It's a, by the way, it, it that is a spoiler free conversation, yep. as well. So, yep. if you have not played or finished the campaign yet, don't worry, you can enjoy the interview, no problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a really good time talking to Chad about how he was cast in the yeah, role and, yeah. and just the, and how, you know, how all that stuff's made. I, I was fascinated to learn mm-hmm. all of that. What stuff, it's like so. staring
3: out of a window. That's actually a wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holding so, a plastic gun <laughs> um,
0: next week. Hopefully the, the usual crew will be back so that we can, mm-hmm. we can do a live on air unboxing of the 2019 unlock block trivia trophy. It's sitting, Woo! it's arrived. Uh, and I'll give the, Oh no! Oh. All right, we gotta go. Sammy. This we were warned about this. Yep. Enjoy the Chad Michael Collins interview, and, and then so that's thirty minutes, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, And we are back. We've got a special guest with us, Chad Michael Collins, the star. Yes, not uh, not not Price, not Farah, not Hadir. <laughs> We've got Alex himself, Chad Michael Collins, uh, star. Of Echo yes. Three One, yes, one of many stars in this game. <laughs> uh, Chad, thanks so much for coming. Yeah,
2: thanks this for having great. me, guys. I've this been a big fan of IGN, you know, forever. Great. Your walkthroughs,
3: in particular, are Everyone invaluable always, to me. Every time someone says that they're a fan of IGN, they go straight to the walk.
0: As, <laughs> as well, they should. Uh, the guides team does. I don't I'll have a childlike
2: know. enthusiasm anymore. Sometimes I just need that walkthrough. <laughs> sure. That's okay.
0: Sure. It's fine. So, uh, all right, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, you, I mean, has it really sunk in that you are in one of, if not the single biggest video game release of the year?
2: You know, yesterday, or, or I should say uh, Thursday, before the, the game actually dropped, it yeah. started to resonate. You know, it's the, the messages started to come in, mm-hmm. the posts started mm-hmm. to come in, you know, going dark everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> people excited to download it and and boot it up as soon as they could, whether that was at midnight or the Mm -hmm. very next day. So it's it's starting to... It's starting to trickle in, I suppose, and yeah. just be a reality. Because we've been doing this for about a year and a half. You know, wow, that's a long go, yeah. So now that we're finally here across the finish line, it'll take probably a few more days to really have it sink
0: in. So we'll keep this conversation fairly spoiler-free for yeah. those mm-hmm. people that, that haven't had a chance to finish the campaign. Uh, my review's up on IGN now, if you want to see that. Spoiler for you, I really liked it. <laughs> you can read it in the future when you know we're recording this in the past. He's just but saying I also that because it. I'm here. <laughs> it's fine. No, it, was, it was a real good time. And, and that's, you know, I am fascinated by the world of voice acting and video game uh, mm-hmm. acting. And, and it's becoming, you know, it it's it's every bit, you did performance capture for this that's game, right? yeah? Which, uh, mm-hmm. for, for those that might not be familiar, like, it might sound obvious, but there's probably some really key differences with not only the role, but how you approach the role between a more traditional voice acting role and a performance capture role. Absolutely.
2: You know, we were in the full suit, you know, full spandex heavily Velcroed suits covered in dots on the face and the body and everything else. Yeah. So, you know, every, every character that they see in this game, you know, whether it's me or Captain Price, Hadir Farah, uh, Sergeant Garrick, you know, this is, these, these are actors, you know, doing the full thing and it's our faces, our likenesses, our, our movement in those scenes, you know, obviously our voices too. So it was really, really fun to really originate brand new characters. I mean, Barry had, the most pressure because Who's playing Terry Price, still, yeah. He, so mm-hmm. he, you know, that Captain Price was already established, and we, we knew him for the past iterations mm-hmm. of the game, right? So, but I just thought his
3: performance as Captain Price was the Captain Price, you know, that we all want in, in you know, <laughs> sure. the
2: next next generation.
3: Yes. What, what's it like staring? At? I was watching a cutscene right before we came in here, and it's uh, it's when you guys are in the hospital, and there's a bunch right. of people outside, and you're like staring out of out of a window, and you're like. All right, guys, this window's closing pretty soon. Yeah. They're going to come breach. What's it like staring at a wall saying those things? <laughs> pretty much it.
2: You know, we're just, we're flat, you know, there. Yep. There's, you know, there's no ground below us. You know, it's it's more challenging to go down a ladder when you're just standing on the ground. <laughs> oh, man,
0: I hadn't even thought about but, that.
2: Yeah, honestly, the, the the process is, you know, to answer your question about being interested in this, The process for a scene like that is Mm -hmm. it's it's amazing because you have to use so much of your imagination. Yeah. You know, they'll they'll give you kind of a look. It's called a previs, a pre-visualization. They're not finished Mm -hmm. rendering that world yet, but they Mm -hmm. will show us kind of, you know, basic, rudimentary. This is a window, this is a table, this is the walls, this is the space you have to work in. But then the rest of it is all up to us. And it's really, really fun and it's really, really freeing, I suppose, as an actor to. Just let your imagination go wild. Here's a
3: plastic gun. Yeah. Hold it like it's real. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's acting. So, well, uh,
5: I mean, obviously, I knew beforehand that kind of going in, you're not mo-capping, because there are points where we we step into somebody else's shoes, uh, Kyle Garrick, right. and there are points where the, the, the two kind of storylines converge, and we mm-hmm. get to see your character from the third person. Um, so, obviously, you're not motion-capturing every single part of that, but it kind of blew my mind just to think that, like, how modular it is, right? It's your facial performance. It's your voice. And there are probably parts of the mocap, but I assume that there's also like just straight up animation and then maybe else, somebody else's motion capture with your performance
2: on it. Right. And, uh, yeah, you know, we, we started off the game before we shot anything. We did a tremendous amount of, of scans, facial mm-hmm. scans, mm-hmm. body scans, all these sort of things. Just, you know, um, this uh, photogrammetry technology that they're talking about. Yeah. They re- literally wheel the actor in a robotic chair into a sphere of lights and <laughs> lights and cameras from every single angle. And then you have about 125 different cues. Or it's like a e i o u anything you would
3: say wow. anything you would um, articulate uh, smiles yeah.
2: eyes open squints scowls smiles you
3: know all the things so they
2: have you they can make you
3: do anything yeah
2: we're in, Sky- <laughs> we're, in we're in Skynet at that point and then so yeah for, so for stuff like that you know when you're playing as Garrick and you pan over and there's Alex you know to your left um, you know that face that expression that whatever they would pull that probably right. from you know the system the database that they have. So, but the cutscenes and stuff are all 100% organic, totally us in the moment.
0: So I don't know if this is, if this is kind of your, your regular look, including like in most roles or at, cause you know, you've got kind of the cool mustache and then sort yeah. of the scar. Like, is that, is that just <laughs> yeah. animated on later or do, yeah. or do you, you know, or is it like a live action role where that's. You know, you've, you've or did you, you grow a, all that, and you, you have you a got
3: plastic a, mustache on.
0: No. And then, I'm sort of curious, like how that works in the game space. You know, like yeah, how much of that's you, and how was, much of that's I was just as surprised as as, <laughs> as everyone else to
2: see that this huge Tom Selleck mustache on my mug. Um, but that's a credit to them. It worked I love for it. You. Honestly, yeah. I, I love it. <laughs> I will it. say, because I'm actually quite mustache challenged in my real life, so <laughs> it's actually really, uh, really quite a cool nod. Yeah, and the, the the arm tattoos on Alex. Yeah, he's got a, a sleeve, mm-hmm. and that is actually I think they took inspiration from one of our Navy SEAL consultants named Steve. He has that, so they kind of put that on my character. Nice. Nick and Steve were ex Navy SEALs who came in and advised on this, and they're. Credible, you know, credible help, great asset for for this game. So, yeah, that's Alex. I don't know where he got the headscarf from. Um, we can I guess the it's whole from any hurts. number of facts. Yeah, I, I, I doubt it's from trying to cut his own hair. I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> from something hairier. Well,
0: uh, you know, one thing I wanted to bring up, too, is now that you have seen the final game, you mentioned the previs stuff they would show you. Like, what well, I, I think this is the, the characters in this game are some of the most detailed and realistic i've ever seen in a shooter i mean the the characters look amazing like were you surprised at just how detailed and lifelike the final product was one of the early appointments we
2: had when we were doing the scans and everything else was going to blur studios where Mm -hmm. they took everything from dental impressions and whatever so I mean, anybody who knows anything about the VFX CGI world knows that Blur Studios is one of the best on the planet. Mm-hmm. And I knew that what, if those heavy hitters were involved, I was like, this is going to turn out amazing. And for sure it did. Just the lighting, you know, on yeah, some so of these good. scenes were just, it's just, just gorgeous. It's like some mm-hmm. of the best cinematography I feel like I've ever seen, you know, and it's, it's done by these geniuses, these wizards. <laughs> uh, to that effect, but I, you know, we were we were blown away when they would show us even a, a mostly finished version of one of these cutscenes or whatever else. Our jaws just hit the floor. Yeah, it's
3: like that's that's me, that's
2: you, that's that's incredible.
3: I'm a video game.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think what's really interesting about
5: the cutscenes in this game is they're generally, I mean, they're dialogue driven in a way that when I think Blur Studios, I think like some crazy neon gun shooting and it explodes a, a, yeah. a bunch of gas. They've done a lot of and, cool halo stuff. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of cool stuff like that. Uh, so to see it all very, very realistic and, uh, I don't know if understated is the right word, but certainly compared to like how bombastic the campaign can get mm-hmm. with all the explosions. Um, it is cool to see it just kind of a, a scene just, yeah. it's not yeah. necessarily action driven. It's more dialogue and character driven.
2: Yeah. It's drama. It's, it's drama at the highest levels at some point. And, uh, it was, a, it was a, Really great time and an amazing cast, you know, and I'll just run down the roster really quick. Obviously, I play Alex Echo 3-1, and, and uh, Barry Sloan plays the indomitable Captain Price. <laughs> and, uh, but we also have uh, Sergeant Kyle Garrick, who's British SAS, played by Elliot Knight, and you get to play as him a lot in the mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm. He's a wonderful actor. <laughs> and then you have Farah and Hadir. Or the freedom fighters in urzikstan and they're played by claudia dumit and uh aiden bristow and they did phenomenal work in those roles with the accents and speaking arabic and, and everything else too so i'm glad that it resonates with you guys mm-hmm. because these are top-notch actors and, and it was a really really fun experience working with them
0: i'm i'm curious so and <clears throat> i have heard from from sort of watching interviews and things over the years and is, that a lot of times with traditional voice acting you are you are alone in, in a booth and you are not uh working with other actors in that moment. With performance capture, were you in this were you all acting and working together in these scenes, physically there together for most oh, yeah. of it?
2: Yeah, we were always you know, the cutscenes absolutely for sure. The little the little scenes that lead into the mission and then you dissolve into the player's perspective, all that stuff, we were all there together. Everybody who cool. played in those scenes, we were there together creating it mm. and it was cool. And it's, it's, you know, Barry Sloan, you know, has said in interviews that it's a lot like theater. It's it's a lot more like theater than it is television and film making. And for that reason, you know, you are on a space, you're, the movement is encouraged. Obviously you have your blocking and your marks and all these sure. things interacting with with objects that are mostly make-believe. But also, you know, you have to be word perfect. It's just like when the curtain goes up on a play your word perfect until the curtain comes back down and then the the final curtain call. So that was on us to really have a well-rehearsed, well-oiled machine and and it it kind of unfolded like a drama, a a theatrical. So
0: would you guys, did
2: you do group
0: rehearsals
2: prior to? Yeah. That's yeah. Before we would go and shoot three or four days during any given week, we would come in uh, uh, a day before and we would uh, walk through everything, get our blocking down, work through the lines, work through the scenes. That sort of stuff, so that what on the day we were, you know, word perfect as as much as could be, because mm-hmm. uh, there's no there's no fixing in the editing room <laughs> for video mm-hmm. games. It's mm-hmm. got it's it's action, then it's cut, and everything in between has to be completely locked in because you're shot by fifty plus cameras. Yeah, so like there is no you're not going to edit off
0: fifty <laughs> different cameras. Yeah
3: know? was there was there anything that you found particularly like challenging, like harder than you? Th- thought was going to be with like this kind of had you done had you done performance capture i had done a
2: little bit not to this extent um so i was very familiar with uh you know the outfit that you wear and and the helmet cam rig and stuff like that um i think i think the challenging part was it's funny because you do have to use so much of your imagination and you do Mm -hmm. have to kind of get a glimpse of like okay well if we're inside of a chopper i need to know kind of where the walls are and this and that whatever so they do construct kind of a crude like pvc pipe square or or cube that you play no, that's a or just Yeah. Just but but sometimes <laughs> yeah, sometimes in the in the middle of a scene and I was guilty of this a couple times, you know, I got a note that was basically like, "Okay, well, you know, it's a little bit rocky up here, you know, brace yourself on top of the chopper as you move from the back to the front." Mm-hmm. I put my hand through the chopper or I put my <laughs> head. When I stood up, like I actually got to kneel down more because your head is actually through the ceiling of the chopper. <laughs> And, uh, you know, that's a quick way to lose your head. I think (laughs) you you have a challenge, uh, and a few
5: of the other actors, of being playable characters. I think there's a whole other suite of uh, articulation that happens with that, aside from just delivering the voice lines. And that is uh, getting hurt and kind of responding to kind of emergent things that happen to you in the game. So can you tell us about the process of, like, recording a bunch of... (laughs)
3: <laughs> what,
2: was, what, was that, what was that like it's fun i mean even for tv and film when you have to go in and do some voice looping on some sloppy audio it's like that's the, we call them efforts they're it's always a, you get a sheet of paper right with your lines <laughs> yeah. and there's an asterisk efforts and it's just like this uh, this this like dubious term and you're like what does that even mean <laughs> um but we did we had very specific so we 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 did all the cutscenes first all the, uh, the stuff that would play in the missions themselves. And then we got called in for a bunch of sessions of just plain voiceover. Okay. That mm-hmm. battle chatter you hear back and forth through the radio as you're sure, playing through sure. the missions. Um, some, some things we call nags, which are, uh, five variations on a command, you know. Pick up the binoculars. We're waiting <laughs> yeah, on yeah. you, Sergeant. You know <laughs> oh,
3: that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, driving that player forward. Yeah, Nags so, is a great name Nags, for that. That's what it's yeah, we yeah. need you through the door. You're like, yeah. ah, I got. I'm, so I'm looking for
5: collectibles. Right, <laughs> have some price. Yeah,
3: <laughs> no, they'll nag we'll the crap out of you until you do it, man.
2: <laughs> but that's that's so that's you know a lot of the the voiceover stuff that we do there. The you know the battle chatter stuff when you're actually in 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 the thick of things. But also, yeah. You know, when you take fire, the heavy breathing and the screen goes (laughs) red and the blood splatter, right? You know, I was um, called in one day and I had um, it was a series of deaths and I had to do uh, something like five death by fires, like five variations on dying by flames, dying by grenade, dying by gas asphyxiation. Um, I, I was just a million different to the point where me and the director are looking at each other and we're just like,
0: ah, let's swing know. it. I don't know <laughs> what's like. What does that mean? What does I have that mean? You're like no on, you know. Sort of Things. So. Well, take me yeah. back. So, I, I, take me back to when you're you get this role because you know uh, uh, we've seen. A lot of actors over the years in Call of Duty and and so I'm kind of curious that this is again this is such a huge stage in the video game space and in the and in the pop culture space, Call of Duty mm-hmm. is a is a pop culture real. fixture every single fall of every single year. So do you do you audition how many like does it take is it like 17 callbacks or or do they just do they zero in on you from something else that they... What does Ryan yeah. need
3: to do to be the star of the next Call <laughs> yes. of Duty? What is it? <laughs> well, I'll... I'll um...
0: <laughs> oh, get Handsome first. He's got that
2: covered. That's... Trust me. it's There's no mustache in real life, so Handsome <laughs> just goes out the window. Um, well, I'll, you know, the process for me was I got an audition uh, from a casting director, and, and she handles video games, but she also t- handles television and film. And she knew my work, and she thought I was right for this you know, this role in this game, which we had no idea what the game was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Completely. No, yeah. Not public yeah, at all. It's totally happened. in the dark. And so we went in there and I thought I would go in and read with her. Instead, I found myself driving out to the soundstage where we actually filmed, mm-hmm. And I worked with Taylor Kurosaki, our brilliant director, uh, Brian Bloom, our, our writer, mm-hmm. and also an accomplished voiceover actor and, and theatrical actor. And, star uh, of their last game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah great. exactly. He's, he's a great guy. And so we went in there and it was me and those guys. and, it was just a big space, the volume, as they call it. Mm-hmm. And they were like, here's a table, here's some guns, here's some chairs, let's use all the things, let's just make this a really dynamic audition. Television, film, you audition, it's this. Huh. And you have to stay on that thing, you know? But for this game, they want to see you move, they want to see you use the space, use the objects, the props. And so we went in there and, and uh, you know, there's the, the, the scene in the game that players will come upon earlier when I first meet Farah. You know, mm-hmm. I am kind of walking into territory. They don't know who I am. Right. I come right. in, yeah. shove me down in a chair, Farrah starts, ask, ask, uh, Farrah starts asking me questions. Well, that's a scene that I did in my audition. Oh, cool. And I did it with cool. Brian. And so Brian is right up there acting with me. And like, he, you know, puts me in kind of a chokehold and drags me from behind and like slams me down into the chair. And so it was a really fun audition. And I really got to know those guys really well from that process on. And, Honestly, it was one and done. I didn't hear wow. anything for about six weeks after. Mm. But
0: is that I, an agonizing six weeks, or do you, is it just sort of par for the course I in the line of work? Honestly,
2: right? as an actor, it's it's being less attached to every outcome the better for your sanity. So, <laughs> you're like, I,
3: I'll, I'll hear something or I won't. I
2: loved so, it. Yeah. I know it went well, but you know these these you know you're talking about God knows how many millions of hundreds of millions of dollars it takes to make these games. People are going to weigh in, right? It goes all the way up the sure.
0: chain, mm-hmm. and hopefully, you just keep surviving the cuts all along the way. Well, they, luckily, they, I did. They must have liked you, because I can't imagine that they ran a hundred actors through the audition process you described. You must have been I whether mean, it was they might
2: have run hundred actors. No, I, I
0: mean there, that sounds very intricate. Well, you know, Taylor even has that. He has that anecdote
5: where he's with Barry. Uh, auditioning for Captain Price and they had like some faux name that wasn't to give away right. just in case he had any knowledge of Call of Duty and he liked Barry so much that he like crossed it out and wrote like Captain Price.
3: <laughs> I mean, it was like, oh, really? <laughs>
5: I was like, That's exactly what it sounds like, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with Ryan that I think they, they probably like like yeah. picked up uh, what you were putting down.
2: I think Taylor, you know, and Taylor was very generous and very compliment, complimentary of all the actors and, you know, he just... On day one, I remember he sat us all down. He's like, we wanted you guys from the start. We fought for you guys. You're here. Let's make a video game. And so that was all, it was really, really nice to to hear. And, you know, it, it, I think the one thing that struck me the most about uh, auditioning for this game and, and, and booking this this lead role was in television and film, there's a lot of politicking. There's a lot of political movering, mm-hmm. maneuvering. Everybody has their favorites. So, more often than not, and I would say way more often than not, the best actor doesn't win the job. Huh. There's a million mm-hmm. factors that go into deciding decide who gets paid and hired and, and gets to suit up for that gig. Mm-hmm. With, with Taylor and this process and Brian and everybody, it was kind of like – The resume may have got you in the Mm -hmm. door, but then he just wanted to see who could portray this character, who could breathe the most original life into this character, and all that other stuff went aside. It wasn't about package deals from a high agency, you know, pairing Mm -hmm. a director with a. It wasn't any of these things that normally you have to suffer as a TV and film actor. Mm -hmm. It, It felt like a level playing field by people who are really passionate about having the best actors breed the best life into these original characters. And I'm grateful for that because it doesn't always look like that day to day.
0: And uh and I know that you <laughs> you haven't you've only just now seen the final product along with everyone yeah. else, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean that seems wild to me that they <laughs> wouldn't at least I don't know, send you a bill at any you time. An early You're copy. <laughs> already under such heavy NDA. Yeah. Like, in fact, that actually leads me to another question. I
2: feel like they offered it up, like, to you know, to, to come and play and stuff yeah. like that. And, the, and they were really cool, even with the unfinished cutscenes and stuff. They would mm-hmm. show us. We would have a whole sense of, like, awe and wonder way in advance. Yeah. And I, I feel like the opportunity would have been go, to go in there and go and play. But, like, I really wanted to kind of experience it when everyone else that did. Is have cool. you, have you pop- I really did. Wow.
3: Have you popped on to, like, Twitch or whatever just to, like – see where people are in the campaign or anything? I
2: haven't. I actually popped onto IGN's YouTube channel and watched the first 20-minute oh, yeah. playthrough. Oh, cool, playthrough. <laughs> cool. Yeah, because yeah. I just want to see how the game opened and <laughs> oh, that's like, great. what the missions were, how they were ordered and structured a little bit, but I didn't let oh, myself cool. get too far. The
5: camera was, literally backs into your face. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, which I think is really cool. I think it's a really good <laughs> yeah.
2: cool way to set
5: up.
0: Uh, so as now, now you're starting to see the marketing push, though, because every Call of Duty gets a massive marketing push. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it is it weird seeing because I think you live in LA, correct? I do. So I, I am, and, and Activision's in LA, so it's you know our home turf. Just like we see a lot of Ubisoft advertisement here in San Francisco. Are you? Is it just kind of surreal seeing all the all the billboards and things for Call Barry Yellow Sloan of is everywhere.
2: <laughs> yeah, Captain <laughs> Price is everywhere. And what a great cover! I'm so glad they leaned into you know putting Captain because usually it's it's more of a nondescript soldier that's yeah. that makes the cover uh-huh. yeah. of these games. Yeah. But I feel like Infinity Ward and Taylor and all those guys really pushed to have this more of a character-driven release. And that's why you got to see Captain Price on you know the cover of the game. And we were allowed to talk about it four months in advance. That never happens. Mm-hmm. If you're in a video game so NDA-protected like this, uh, when the game drops, you get to maybe then say that I'm a part of the game. <laughs> but they were so gracious in letting the actors talk about this, their involvement. And I think that... It was a different playbook, I think, for them to lean into the characters and lean into the actors playing those characters to really help kind of drive the the hype and the excitement about this game. But I love it. There's a bus stop right by my apartment. There's Barry. You know, <laughs> Captain Price that's awesome. on Overwatch. You know, watching my six, but billboards, bus wraps, like it's
0: that's cool. It's well, quite mind blowing. Hopefully, man. he lives in LA and yeah. is seeing all this stuff oh, all over the place he's, too. He's getting the and benefits. sending you like sure. texts of like saw me again, haven't seen taking, you, taking yeah. selfies <laughs> like, you know, with <laughs> himself,
3: <laughs> and sending them to you. <clears throat> so, I have a question. Like, all right, so you're in Call of Duty. That's done. What's what's like another game franchise you think you'd want to be in? Because like, this whole like mocap is <clears clears> acting, like it's in. It's everywhere now. Like, every game has it. So, like, what's something you think that like you got your eyes on anything? Uh, that's or? an easy one. Oh. That's Ooh. an easy one. Um,
2: it wouldn't be the same as this type of game. Sure. But I've been playing Warcraft for the past no way. 12 years. Here, yeah. we <clears throat> Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. So I would love. That is amazing. I would love. uh Blizzard overlords, if you're listening, <laughs> uh, I would love to just you know have just a little NPC voice in that game, just because in I've been World playing since the tail end of vanilla. Yeah, oh that's awesome. going. I'm going awesome. back through WoW Classic right you, now. Are you playing Classic with server? Yeah, we gotta, we'll exchange. What server you right <laughs> on? Like old
0: Blanche let's, let's or something. Let's think bigger here, Chad. i I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, Duncan Jones Warcraft 2 the movie let's get you, you know, let's it, get man. you a lead role in trust that trust me man like, i'll the, take
2: it i like the Warcraft movie
0: it's it nice it made to see those fortune, characters right? in yeah. a different it way particularly overseas did make, I think. it did make a did. fashion
3: that's true so yeah, yeah i was not that so you got to think a little awesome.
0: bigger here but that's uh, yeah, that's not cool. the answer i was expecting
3: i did not i didn't know i was sitting next to a wow nerd because i'm a wow nerd i've been playing since vanilla yeah
2: No. i i mean that i mean let's just check that one off first but then we can go into you know more of the these I mean look I would be happy to play you know in in some iteration of Call of Duty you know for sure, the rest of sure. my life like I love this franchise I love these games and cool. you know hopefully Alex you know survives to uh, to see another day and B-
0: before uh, before we let you go you Mark touched on the the NDA thing and you kind of mentioned that so how long how long were you sitting on the fact that this was cuz you know the fact that this was a modern warfare reboot this they're bringing modern warfare back it's a huge deal in the gaming community yeah. and of course was unveiled just prior to E3 like back in May or so so how long were you sitting on it uh, and and were you ever what was it? Was, is that anxiety riddled for you? Like you're afraid you're going to say the wrong thing to the wrong person and you're going to accidentally leak the game. Like, I don't know. Or or maybe you're just super well used to it at this point. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I was very conscious <laughs> not to, to tell too much, even when, it, you know, people would ask like, what are you working on? I'm like, Oh, I'm working on this really cool game. And they're like, Oh, cool. Like, what is it? Is it Call of duty? And I'm like, <laughs> I can't say, but their, their first, I, I, I crap you not their first guess every single time was Call of Duty. Like that's how ubiquitous this game huh. is. That's yeah, how, how, with the presence that this game has, is that when I said I was working at a video game, everybody immediately went to Call of Duty. You're like, ah, it's uh, not Call yeah. of Duty. They're like, it's probably World of Warcraft, and that's the only <laughs> other thing. <day." laughs> yeah, but no, we sat on it. I mean, I, I auditioned like last April, I think we were doing the scans and stuff, like come May, you know, June, and we were kind of cameras rolling in like August or September, so I was sitting on it for quite a while. Which is, you know, is, that's a hard thing to sit on. Mm-hmm. No very doubt. excited, you know, to to be a part of it.
0: So we didn't know it was, was Call of Duty Modern there, Warfare until we were on set. Was there a, a code name, like a working <laughs> a working title that you'd refer to it as? Oh, what was it called? Because I'm really Muskrat. I'm
2: always curious yeah. what those things are. What was it called? I don't think this would get me in trouble if I told no, you not if mean, it's out now, was, right? <laughs> I think it was called like Behemoth or something. Oh, cool. cool, Interesting.
3: nice. The dope yeah. code name. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah it was fun. I knew something was up when they had me go down to Activision for the scans. And I'm like, war game? <laughs> sure. Sure.
0: Oh, what could sure. it be? Yeah. They only publish like two games now, so uh, regular Sherlock too- Holmes over here. <clears throat> <clears throat> well, uh, so you know, fortunately Blizzard, World of Warcraft, same, yeah. same parent yeah. company. So you've already gotten in. You, know, you mm-hmm. think they talk. The future is bright. Maybe they don't. Well, <laughs> can I ask
5: you, would you be, I know we're, we we got to wrap up, but can I ask you, would you be? Would you prefer to play kind of an alliance character, like a noble human, or or an orc, like a horde character?
2: Or the alliance. Yes! yes. Yeah, right. cool. Paladin, Yes. Man. Paladin, my Dungeons and Dragons character is paladin. Like, oh, I'm just great. a paladin guy. I'm all about the, the palis.
5: Right, we all get along
2: stable. Look at that. Yeah.
0: Uh, Chad Michael Collins, thank you so much. Congratulations on the launch. Thank you. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, of which uh, you are the star, not Captain Price. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
3: it's, I don't it's know it's that you. that's accurate. Yeah. But just the, just just gonna I'm going to let paint, you say it. Barry tunes in. <laughs> yeah, he got just the cover. You.
0: He's had enough. He's had enough. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we wish you the, the best of success. Thank you so much for coming by and, and hanging out with us. I, I, I love uh, talking to, to actors and voice actors and people that work in, in games because it's it's just you have you have such a unique perspective on it that we as players just mm-hmm. don't see. So I lo- I find the whole process super fascinating. You did a great job. Thank you very and, much. Uh, and come back and see us again. I hope so. All right, we'll see you next week for yet another episode of Podcast Unlocked.